Earners, what's up? Look, I want to give y'all a little peek behind the curtain of producing Earn Your Leisure. It's a lot more than just sitting down and chatting. It involves meticulous planning, recording, editing, and then promoting each episode to ensure it reaches all of you. And if you picked up any of our merch, then you know there's a whole extra layer of logistics from inventory management to shipping. Running a podcast is like running a small business. And speaking of business, I know many of you entrepreneurs are involved in e-commerce. You understand how crucial it is to streamline operations and cut costs wherever possible. That's why I want to talk to you about ShipStation, the multi-carrier shipping solution that integrates seamlessly with all your online sales channels. It's all about optimizing your shipping, connecting with expert partners, and freeing up more of your time to focus on scaling your business. Now let's talk about our experience with ShipStation. This tool has been a game changer for us, especially with automating routine tasks. Being able to manage everything from one dashboard and print shipping labels with just a click, absolute lifesavers. Plus, the discounts we get on shipping costs are incredible. Honestly, it feels like we're saving thousands. And as our show and merch sales have grown, ShipStation's robust automation and reporting features have helped us keep up without missing a beat. For those of you who get overwhelmed by order volumes, ShipStation's easy-to-use dashboard is a dream come true. You can import orders from any sales channel, apply shipping preferences automatically, and handle customer service issues right there. Not to mention the savings with up to 89% off carrier rates like UPS, DHL Express, and USPS. It's no wonder over 130,000 companies stick with ShipStation long term. So, are you ready to turn your shipping challenges into growth opportunities? Head over to ShipStation.com and use promo code EARN for a free 60-day trial. Again, that's ShipStation.com, promo code EARN. Start streamlining your shipping and scaling your business today. Earners, what's up? Y'all know I'm big on doing your research, sharing your research, and giving credit to where you found the research. But I always get asked the same question. Where do I start with the research? And the answer is easy. It's our sponsor, Yahoo Finance. Whether I'm tracking the daily movement of my favorite companies, doing technical analysis with their easy to use charting platform, or checking balance sheets, Yahoo Finance makes something very complex, simplified. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been the brand behind every great investor. Whether you're a seasoned investor or you're looking for extra guidance, Yahoo Finance gives you all the tools and data you need in one place. They're the number one finance destination producing a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and so much more. You could actually securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including your 401k, and other investments. A comprehensive perspective is what sets apart great investors. And it's how Yahoo Finance ensures you have the insight to look at your wealth in its entirety. With a community of over 90 million users each month, the real strength is helping you on your way to financial success. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com. You heard me, yahoofinance.com. Don't wait, don't hesitate. I use it. You should go over there and start using it now. Interest rates hit the highest level in 22 years. My Lord. What does this mean? For us as consumers, 
Um, unfortunately, the prices of everything is going to go up. Uh, we'll talk about the real estate pending bubble that we have with uh, real estate rental prices being so high. But for those of us who are old enough to remember, this may not be the end. Um, I remember a time where if you had like a 580 credit score, if you paid for a mortgage, um, your interest rates could be 12 or 11 percent. I hope that we don't go that high. Um, the Fed's been pretty clear in their plan for the last year and a half about what they want to do. Um, but I'm seeing people are starting to get a little bit worried. We talked about it before. The average payment is $790 for a new car. The rental market is going up. Mortgages are going up. Uh, everything is just going to cost more. So we have to be a lot more effective in our planning and our spending as interest rates go up. Yeah. So, I mean, for consumers, like you just said, car loans are going to cost more. Mm -hmm. Credit cards are going to, the debt's going to be, the interest rates are going to be higher and mortgage rates are going to be higher. That's what it means, right? Straight up. That's what this yep. means with the interest rates uh, being raised. But on the other side, well, there's another thing that it means. It means that we're further away from 2%, which is what Fed Chair Powell has been saying. Like they want to get back to 2%, but as we keep raising and keep raising, and hopefully they think like this will be, there'll be a pause in September, if not maybe a quarter, and then it's going to be, depending on the economic data, which is showing that it may stop, we'll get to five and a half percent and it'll stop there, which is further. But on the bright side, if there is one, does that mean, and I'll pose this question, does that mean where recession is off the table? Because that's what, you know, that that's the other part of this, right? As the interest rates get higher, economic data is showing that, you know what, there might be a chance for a soft landing and maybe we don't go into a recession, which could cause a catastrophic event. I think mm -hmm. they already announced that a recession is, is not going to happen this year. Mm -hmm. um, so most economic analysts um, are in agreement that we probably will not see a recession. So then where we well, when we talked about this in February, when we we're saying, all right, by definition, this should be right. Two negative quarter does equal a recession. Mm -hmm. Do we have to now change what the definition is for a recession, right? Because did it really feel like one? Because this might have been the bullish recession we've ever seen. I think they changed it to fit the narrative that was good at the time. So, like, if a triple-double is nine points, nine rebounds, and nine steals, <laughs> Jason Kidd may have the all-time record. Like, I think they adjusted it for what was convenient for them to prevent panic. I don't think we should change the definition. I think this would be, like, the Balco era of investing where it was like, hey, this one just didn't count. Um, which is interesting in itself. And as interest rates go up, it slows down spending for a lot of people. Um, if you ask anyone as we're out and about, I don't think people feel more confident in their financial situation more so now than they did two years ago. So mm -hmm. I don't know how they keep saying that the economy is in such a great place when interest is going up. Like even like for, let's say if you can rent a four bedroom in New York, what's the cost to rent that in New York now? $8,000. But you know what's so crazy is like going back to the eye test. Um, and I was talking to Maul, shout out to Maul. And we were just having a conversation from Roy Maul? Yeah, from Roy okay. and Maul. Shout out to Maul. Um, money we, bags in chat. And we were talking, and I was having this money bags. No recession for him. It's <laughs> a fact. I, was talking, I had this conversation with a few different people about um, the luxury apartment buildings in New York. It's interesting dynamic was happening here. Um, these luxury apartment buildings in New York, and I've seen it happen in Atlanta as well, where they're starting to look like the trap house. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> run down, right? 
Not even that. It's just like you see a bunch of people just in a lobby hanging out outside. A lot of dancers are moving in. And I'm like, yo, what ballerinas? Yeah. That's a sign of um, recession. Is it? Because I was, oh, I was, so like, I was telling somebody yesterday, and I, going, I, I, I'm going. like, yeah, what are you? And they're like, yo, it's a lot of money out here. Okay. A lot of people getting money. This is this is, this is is what I'm getting to. Because I'm like, there can't be that many, because they have different programs to get people in. But I'm like, everybody here can't be on a program. So how is every, how is these, and this, it's not just one building. Mm -hmm. It's a trend that's happening. And he was like, yo, it's a lot of money out here. So, so, that, that, so that's what I'm getting to, right? Like, if we look at consumer spending, it's pretty strong. So at some point, when is it not going to be strong? And as far as like from an enterprise side, like at some point, even when we look at some of these earnings and we, we expected growth to slow down, right? Yeah. We expected revenue to be cut back, especially in the second half of this year. But when we looked at the, the reporting from the second quarter, we're not seeing that. So at what point will we see the effects of the interest rates being raised? Is it the second half of 2024? Is it 2025's first quarter? Like at some point, when will we see the effects? Because I mean, you raise interest rates, it's going to take time for it to, to kick in. But like to Shadi's point, people are still spending. And this isn't like PPP anymore. Like this is something different. Yeah. Let me run off two stats real quick. 49% um, of people in the US with equity um, has uh, the equity is worth less than it was two years ago. Pre pandemic, it was 27%, and 83.5% of people ages 25 to 54 are looking for work, which is 2.2 million more than COVID. The truth is, like, it'll start to be shown after whoever wins the next election. For whatever reason, um, there's a lot of fear that if this is announced before uh, the next election, that Biden will be thrown out of office. And mm -hmm. I can totally understand why. The Republicans don't want Trump to get back in. The Republican Party's in shambles and who they want to to. Lead. DeSantis is having trouble. They don't want to back RFK. They don't want Trump. The Democrats are stuck with Biden and Hunter having fun in the White, uh, White House office. So it's a shit show across the political landscape in terms of like the presidential race. But I think after the new president is announced, then we'll start to see what the real data is and how things are really going. And yes, actually, that stripper indicator for the ratio of strippers that buy homes and properties is an actual index to look at. Yeah, it, it, it really is. So I know it's a lot of people get money, but it's a lot of people who are out, out here hurting. And um, I don't think that they're telling a real story about the economy of what's going on. And I think after the election, the truth will start to come out slowly but surely. Yeah, I mean, well, inflation numbers have gone down. Right. I mean, from what you're speaking to, the un unemployment rate, from what we've seen, it's been pretty low mm -hmm. to a certain point. So, I mean, it's kind of consistent, right? If I'm if they're saying like the first quarter of 2025, then that would be after the presidential cycle. Right. Because the president will be elected in 24 of November. Yep. They don't go into office in 25. So maybe that is consistent. And we'll, we will see that. Right. Because who wants to have that on their tenure, on their resume? There was a recession during your term. Right. Especially yeah. if you're trying to be reelected. That definitely is not going to help. Shadi, um, it's a point I know you want to bring up, so I don't want this to be left out. Um, yeah, well, I, I feel like, you know, it's a few different things that's happening. It's interesting because, yeah, there are people that are struggling, but the economy itself is still healthy. Um, the stock market is booming. As you said, unemployment is, is down reasonably. Inflation has come down. The housing market is still high. You that's know, it, it, it kind of slumped a little bit, but it's, it hasn't 
falling off a cliff and it's still places like Miami where it's just going crazy. Miami is at a point. I don't know how it can like Miami is at a point now where it's unstoppable. And the way that they're developing, it's going to look like my it's going to look like Manhattan in in five years. Like the development that's happening in Miami and the the money that's flowing into Miami right now is just unbelievable. And there's still places like New York where real estate is still high and rents are still high and people are still living. And Drake set up a whole residency in New York. I've never really seen anything like that. He was in New York for two weeks doing Mm -hmm. six shows. He sold out Madison Square Garden. I don't know why he just didn't do arenas. Seven, seven, seven. But um. Well, he did four in Barclay, three in in the Garden. But that's what I'm saying. Like that's unprecedented. Like he set up. Shop in, uh, in New York to do Harry Styles the fifteen in a row. Well, why not? Was, they put a those, banner up for this those dude. tickets are not cheap. They're not. A, they are not twelve hundred dollars, two thousand, and he's selling out every single night. Yeah. So there's different things that's happening with this economy where I don't think that it's to the point where you know is extremely bad. Yeah. That they did an interesting report on that, like. And this is why and I had this talk about Live Nation, because they were looking at that, the economic yep. impact that some of these these tours are having on these cities and the economy in general. Right. When you got Taylor Swift, who's doing her world tour and it's in the United States and it's boosting the economy of each city that she's in. Beyonce's doing the world tour. And now she's in America doing it. And she's boosting the economy right from a travel standpoint, from a hospitality standpoint and from the revenue that's being in brought into the arenas or the stadiums that they because they I shouldn't say arenas they're doing stadium tours and the taxes yeah. that are being so these things are helping as well I talked about the weekend before about what he's doing and you just mentioned Drake so like all these tours happening they're helping from a certain standpoint I know it's a small piece I think they brought in like five billion dollars over the course of uh the end of June and, and July this is which is a, a large amount but to the economy which is like over was it 70 trillion yeah, it it plays a part in it. It plays its part in it. For sure. <laughs> it definitely does, and I think uh, got to give Joe credit. Um, he said that at some, in a couple of years that a going to concerts will be like a super luxury item, and we're getting there now. Like like drink tickets are not cheap. Taylor Swift isn't cheap. When we tried to go to that uh, Harry Styles concert last year, I think the tickets was twenty five hundred, and couldn't get tickets. He was sold out every date possible to be able to go. So I think um, those that are doing well are continuing to do well. But those who are not doing well and those that have the, that have been lost the last four or five years, I think this gap and the disparity is becoming so wide that it's going to be hard to make up for it in a few years. That's my concern. Yes, of course, there's always going to be people um, who make money. They're going to be high earners. Uh, it's that 80-20 rule, like 20% of the people are going to make an exorbitant amount of money. 80% is not. But I'm worried about that gap being so wide with uh rising rent even here in houston like there's a lot of people who moved to houston because it was considered affordable and now a lot of them are also being priced out so i think the gap is a story that isn't being told and every company seems to be adjusting to going the luxury route or premium pricing which i've always been pro but the lower end companies i was reading an article earlier amazon and walmart are now expounding excuse me expanding to india as well following the footsteps of apple Xander says, hey, congrats on your win. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think India's economy is raising up and it's filling in that middle class gap that we lost. And we're really a luxury good, luxury service kind of market now. And it's going to be bad for a lot of people. All right. Well, we'll monitor the situation. Take your business further with a smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. 
you can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.